Hello watch fans and welcome to That Watch Podcast. I'm Solid Caseback and this is the second instalment of a conversation between Diverse Watch Collector, P&L Watch Collection and myself. In this episode we cover the Tudor Pelagos FXD Black and the day we each bought one, plus our thoughts on our AD experiences both good and bad. As before, there's some colourful language throughout, so you might want to throw on some headphones if there are any sensitive ears around. Here we go! Which leads us neatly into checks. Yes. Good segue. He's been sitting on that. (laughs) Well, I have, because one, I think it's important that somehow we talk about how we've got together, what's bonded us, and why we're all drinking bloody champagne while we do this. You see, I, I feel like a prick because... See, G's very quickly looking down at his watches thinking he should have put something else on. <laughs> yeah, because I thought about this and I thought, well, it's obvious what we're all going to wear. Exactly. So I'm I'm straight away, I'm going to sit here and say that I am wearing my Tudor FXD black. Um, a lot of people that know us from Instagram will know that we did a watch meet recently where we all bought, all three of us bought the same watch. Um, so I'm wearing that watch tonight. And I'm wearing it too. <laughs> what are you wearing, G? What are you wearing? I mean, look, I'm, 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 I'm literally, I'm literally looking. Well, all right. What am I wearing? He's in a panic, going through his watch box. Right. As it goes, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a Rolex Submariner fifty-five thirteen Ghost bezel insert, matte dial from nineteen seventy, and um. I'm not going to feel bad about wearing this, fellas. I mean, to be fair, if you're going to say fuck you to us, that, I, that's I've been. <laughs> I mean, off the back of what I was saying earlier, I put this watch. Today's Thursday. I'm putting this watch. I put this watch on. I don't know on Sunday or Monday. And dudes, I tell you, I've just been staring at it incessantly. And I mean, you both know I got this back in September, and I got it. It was amazing. It blew my mind absolutely. And then it went into the safety deposit box because it was rotation time. Which still blows my mind that you can do that. I don't know how you did that, honestly. You know, you, you can decide for yourself what goes in. Well, it happened because then I bought another fucking watch or five, right? And <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I'm just, oh. But I'm also staring at my, my yeah. Pelagos FXD black dial. Hey, there it is. Do we call it a US Navy? Do we call it a... What do we call it? But oof, I've I've had this on wrist already since we got it, which was what? When did we get it? Like, was it a month ago? Was it a month ago? Uh, it was November. A bit over, yeah, six weeks. Yeah, end of November. Yeah. I mean, I've had this on for like, I've had two, this has had two weeks or more wrist time. But it is. It's just such a um. Well, it's just it does everything. It's it's effortless. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> well, let's tell the story. Of announcement day, which I was wearing this very same Submariner fifty five thirteen on my wrist and feeling very smug. Yeah. Well, I think we need to go back to a an event that you couldn't make. Mm. Um, but it was a Tudor event at Battersea, um, which me and Darren both went to, and the amount of black FX, black FXDs that were on show, it kind of convinced me at that point because. How many were there? Well, there was quite a few, but I'm just trying to think. Actually, this is this actually goes back to a watch meet back in when was it actually released? August? No, it would have been September because I got my my fifty five thirteen. I it was the first week of September that this was delivered. 
And I, I want to say I'd got this from Boolang on the Tuesday and we met on the Thursday, I think. Yeah, something like that. Because we all met, and I think it's no, you know, I think we ought to point out that we're all drinking champagne while we do this. We met that morning in London in Harrods in the Moe Bar, and we knew there was going to be a Tudor release that evening. And we we did our usual. We sat. We went to watch shops. We we talked crap for all day about watches, and then we we sat in a champagne bar waiting for this Tudor announcement. And we we sat there with the time staring at iPhone. Yeah, screens. all staring at our iPhone screens, waiting for the countdown. It came along, and we were like, oh, another FXD, and it's black. But it's not another FXD, is it? It's yeah. It's it, and you know how well it was funny. Like I loved yeah, and do love yeah. my MN blue FXD. And then I had a moment on holiday, which was weird, where I wobbled on it and and thought, oh, I don't know. Yeah, but that was just that shitty rubber strap you had it on. It was the shitty, well, let's be honest, <laughs> OEM rubber strap that they, that they give you. But mm-hmm. it is free, so, you know, it's worth every penny. But <laughs> this black one, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, yep. but it's it's somehow somehow more than the blue one. But when you remember, we were totally underwhelmed by it. Totally underwhelmed. And I, I don't think that was just us, no. right? I'm hearing from a lot of people that the whole industry was underwhelmed. Everyone. Oh, no. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone you speak yeah. to was totally... We we all sat there and went, oh, is that it? And we turned off our phones and we went on merry way, went out for dinner and didn't think anything. I, I remember feeling so relieved that I wasn't going to have to give our friend <laughs> the watch watch underscore. <laughs> uh, shout out the watch watch <laughs> underscore. Uh, at the Tudor Boutique White City, I felt really relieved because I was convinced I was about to drop another few grand. Oh, so was I. I was convinced it was going to be a Prince Day Chrono, a, a modern reissue of it, and I was convinced I'd already lined him up, I'd done everything. I've got a feeling you're going to be convinced I that am. that watch is coming out for the next four releases. Every single, the last Tudor event, I was convinced that that's what's going to be released. <laughs> but we sat there, we were totally underwhelmed, we went for dinner, didn't think anything of it. And then we, it kept coming up and a couple, couple of people got on Instagram and I kept seeing, I thought, do you know what is good looking? And the green strap with the red stripe, it really does make it. And I thought, do you know, the more I see it, the more it's a, it's a, it's a good looking watch. I was getting convinced by it. And then we, me and Darren, we went to the Tudor event at Battersea, had a great night with Tudor. And a couple of people, including a, a good friend of ours was there. Um, I need that watch. Um, he was there and he had it. And he tr- I tried it on, and I had my blue FXD um, on the wrist, and I've tried that on with it, and I thought, I said, I said to Craig on that night, I said, I, I need the watch, I need it, get me for, it. you know, get me it. And funny enough, I need that watch. He was swearing by it, like he was saying, yeah. And that's what sold me. He was like, this is the, my favorite Tudor now. Yeah, yeah. And even he said he wasn't convinced of her. And and he's got he's got a lot to choose from. <laughs> yeah. So that says something. And I said to, and I, I knew, I knew that we had a watch meet coming up. I knew that we had something coming up, and I said, "Look, get me that watch." I said, "Don't say anything to the guys, but just, just get me something. Get me that watch. I, I, I want to. I'll have it." And he messaged me the next day, and he said, "It's all lined up for you. Next time you come in, I've got it lined up for you." And what you're, what you're saying is, is you went behind our backs. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sneaky Well, I thought it'd be a nice surprise. We'll get there. Mm. We'll go and see him. So good of you. Yeah, and then yeah, and guess who got the surprise in the end? Exactly. <laughs> and I'll let you. I'll let you guys take over <clears> from there. <laughs> well, no. So you. So we were all getting together again. And and I should say the the time before that we'd got together the day of 
the underwhelming experience on announcement. Oh, yeah, I forgot we had this. also, you've skipped <laughs> this very neatly, got together at the Moet, at the Moet bar. Then we went into the Harrods Watch Hall. Darren said, oh, I wonder if they'll have a Tudor Harrods edition Black Bay Heritage. Because, you know, for, oh, I really fancy one of those. But they'll never have it. There's no way. There's no way they're going to have that watch. And um, walked in the door and there it is. Boom. Yeah, got one right here for you, mate. So Darren dropped the credit card on the counter and history was written. And then, and then we went to watch the Switzerland, and you, I remember you said, <laughs> yeah, quite fancy checking out Doxa. And as you said the words, I was like, <laughs> it would have been like Achilles in the Trojan War. Achilles was in the Trojan War, right? <laughs> and when, when someone went, I'll just go for his ankle, it's like, fuck, not the ankle. <laughs> And you and I would go check out Doctor. I was like, this is like my one chink in my armour. And we walked in there and mm-hmm. they had, well, you bought your Doctor 300. That's the one. Sea Rambler, right? Lovely. And looking up at me was that Aqualung carbon shark hunter. And I was like, no way they've got this. With the US, US Divers Aqualung logo on the dial which I didn't buy there, <laughs> but I did buy Pissed that night. But anyway, my point being, we all bought a watch that day. Yeah. And so we all cut to November. We're like, there's no way we're all buying a watch again. No way that's going to happen. Absolutely not. That was like special circumstances. And then you'd sort of said to me, maybe you'd said to us, that, had you had you, had you you said to us that actually, lads, I've... I've I've got it all lined up. I'm buying it. I think so. I think because I'm absolutely shit at keeping secrets. Yeah, I think so you excited. have. So we went over there, right? Yeah. Let's let's go and see Matt Byers' watch. <laughs> this was this, bear in mind. This was after a bottle of champagne already at like eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, after a bottle of champagne, uh, or was it just the one? Uh, maybe um, one. Maybe I two. think it was more than one. Yeah. it had to be. <laughs> yeah. No, we had two. We had two, and we went over to see Craig, and then obviously Craig had the champagne there. And then I remember, well, I've got the photos, but there was your watch and he hands it to you and I've got the camera out and I'm taking pictures and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) tell you what, mate, you haven't got another one out the back, have you? In that classic, because then he's going to say no and then I'm going to feel fine about it and it's going to be all right. And he went, yeah, but it's reserved, (laughs) but give me a minute. And I was like, and then he came back out and went, it's yours if you want it. I was like, yes, I fucking want it. <laughs> At this point, Darren, Darren is looming over us. <laughs> and that left you, Darren. I'm gonna I'm gonna hand the reins yeah. to Darren. Sorry, mate. Damn the pressure. <laughs> well, I, I was surprised they said yes. So by that point, I thought, oh well, I need to get one too. And it's a bloody awesome watch. Um, and then yeah, they 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 didn't have one, but one of their sister stores in the same center had one, so they sent someone to get it. And that was awesome. That was so cool. That was so fun. I mean, and and we said this obviously once or twice, but can you imagine your mate finally gets the hookup from his AD for a Rolex, blah, blah, blah. And you'll walk in there and you go, Oh man, that Pepsi GMT, that's nice, isn't it? That that Daytona, oh what a looker. Mmm, that explorer. It doesn't even have to be those G. It could be that that. 
white dial day date. But no, but can you imagine they're the same? By the way, have we got two more? <laughs> You're quite right. That 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 34 millimeter oyster perpetual with a black dial, isn't it pretty? We'll have another two of those, my good man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Very you true. and I walked into that into the Rolex outlet at Harrods. What yeah. was that guy? What what story was that guy telling us? Well, we're just in a phase right now where we're mm. just we're having conversations with clients. We're not. We wouldn't actually want to sell you a watch. We'd want to talk to you about selling a watch. And then if if that conversation should progress to us actually thinking about selling you a watch, it'd be a two tone date just or a. It was an OP, right? And I love an OP. They're wicked. But fortunately, I don't have Matt's wrist, so I could go thirty four <laughs> mil on an OP. Um, they're they're bangers, man. But um, it was like that. It was like it was like one of those clubs where you get in the front door, but really, then you need to get behind the rope, and then yeah. really, it's the one out the back, and then really, it's yeah. the secret phone booth door. But then I, I think this then brings us on to the whole AD experience, and obviously, we've had some awesome experiences with Tudor. I don't think you can underestimate just how good that is. I was just going to say, Tudor Boutique White City. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you right. can't fault them. Yeah. Can, can I just say, actually, probably what we should paint a bit of a picture. When we walked in, and I'll be honest, in terms of the customer service you got, Matt, when you walked in to get your FXD, oh, that, that customer service. So just to put it out there, Matt, as you may know from his account, uh, really loves Lego. <laughs> and there, the AD had not only had the watch ready and a bottle of champagne and glasses, but actually had a box of Lego. Was it London Tower Bridge or something? What, what was it? Uh, it was the uh, London Ar- London Architect, a London Architecture Skyline. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. And <laughs> that was part of the reason I'm just like, this is incredible, you know, d- d- going to, to the next yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's how it should be. You should be made to feel special when you're buying these pieces. Um, and I think so many people know what the Rolex AD experience yeah. is like. Yeah. And actually, there are plenty of other boutiques out there, plenty of other brands out there that know how to do it. And actually, we were so well looked after in there, we could not have been made to feel more special. Yeah. The occasion was more, I, I don't know, the occasion was just so much more. Yeah. It was It was everything that buying those pieces should have been. It made it so much more special. And it made the watch, every time I look at this watch, it is so much more memorable because of how it was purchased, because of the the, the environment that was created yeah. when the purchase was done. And that that's that's more than money can buy. Yeah. I totally agree. Craig's never bought me yeah. any Lego. And <laughs> and I did feel a little bit of like, well, what what what? I bought a couple of watches off you, mate. <laughs> but the fact that he then pulled out the FXD yeah. from the safe made me made me forgive it all yeah. in a heartbeat. And I'm joking, Craig. Love it. <laughs> but do we feel the AD experience? Do you feel any of that has changed as a result of the dip in the market do you think that actually ad's are going to start having to work harder for our business well yeah we've talked about this before like fuck ad's <laughs> right from my perspective yeah. fuck ad's because is that rolex ad's or ad's in general because i think there's only the re- reality is there's only one brand okay you could say ap protect or but really the I've only had negative experience with ADs when it comes to a particular brand. Yeah. It's interesting that the, when you say the word, a, or when you say the two letters AD, the first thing you think about is Rolex. Yeah. You're right. Obviously, I'm. Uh, this is Rolex skewed for sure. 
Yeah, because that's everyone thinks of that typical when you say... Oh, I do. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to clarify the general generic fuck AD. <laughs> yeah, and it is a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my first AD experience, mm. like I was saying, back in 2016 was great. Want a green sub, got a green sub. Pick up that Tintin in the window, lovely. And everyone was lovely and it was great, right? <clears throat> but obviously things changed. And to be talked to like you're a piece of shit and, and this is the very thought that you might want to drop five to ten grand in this guy's or this woman's store, yeah. like, and they're like, no, no. I When I bought my Explorer 2 in Bukhara, uh, I walked in, I said to him, I'd like to register for a, a Explorer 2. And he was like, yeah, okay, you know. And I said, and I gave him the whole spiel about, Look, I'm really into watches. I love my watches. You can check my Instagram account. Like, you'll see that I'm genuinely passionate about watches. I'm not just here to flip a watch. And he was like, well, all right, this is interesting. And maybe this is the beginning of a beautiful relationship. So he took my name and I was like, I'm, and I appreciate what you're probably going to say, but any chance I can put my name down for a Pepsi GMT? And he literally laughed out loud. This is in 20. 2019 was it 2019 sorry 2021 he literally laughed out loud and he was like fair play he was honest he was like look i'll just be straight with you they're reserved for customers who drop 100 plus a year with us 100 like so and he's being honest right like which is odd because actually that he's not just saying i'll put your name down that but that honesty is, is something that is there's a bit of transparency there which a lot of people don't get to receive um Certainly, when I started my journey with my ID, I'm, I, you, you know, you guys know my story with my ID. I, I, I have an independent ID. They're not part of the Watch of Switzerland group. It's not mm. Bookerer. It's not anyone. They are completely independent. And I've had a wonderful journey. It's a horrible word, journey. But and if I had an ID like your ID, I'd feel differently about that ID experience. Yeah, but it's not. It's not been without its ups and downs, as you well know. You've had to work for it, though. You've oh, had to work absolutely. for it. And, and this, yeah, is what, yeah. this is what I wonder. Like, I can only imagine, you know, we know the industry quite well. But can you imagine somebody who's completely new to this, just got a promotion, thought, I really want to celebrate and get myself a nice watch. Yeah. Got 10 grand in my pocket, walk into an AD, thinking you're going to walk away with an incredible watch, really proud of yourself, and then you come out feeling like shit. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the problem. Sometimes it's the transparency and honesty is great, but I think it's sometimes how that message is delivered. Um, yeah, and that's the thing is I'll I'll tell you the measure of my opinion of ADs, and I don't mean your AD relationship, Matt, because that's brilliant. Yeah. But although, as you say, not without the other side of that coin, like when you get that call, you better have you better be there in ten minutes or whatever it is, right? Um, and fair play, that's that's what it is. But when I I started getting obsessed about the Batgirl GMT, <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my head. I had to get it. And of course it was at the very crescendo of market peak, right? And the only way I was getting that was to go grey. And I was looking at Pepsi's, I was looking at Batgirls. The Pepsi was 18-ish. The Batgirl was 15 and a half, nudging 16. And I actually ended up thinking, do you know what? I actually genuinely just prefer the Batgirl. I just prefer the Batgirl. It just, it just hits me in a way that I prefer... And I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. And I'd never gone to five figures on a watch at that point. <laughs> and I'd always said, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to break that, as we all do. I'm I'm never going to get 
a third G-Shock, for fuck's sake. And I did it, and I would do it again in a heartbeat because that was cheaper than doing two years of flirting and buying watches I don't want from that AD. And it was certainly, I had it, it was literally on my doorstep within 18 hours. I mean, I had this, I'd, I had my name down for a root beer for such a long time that when I finally got it through the AD, which was a fantastic experience in the end, but there's a, there's another reason for that. But when I originally was looking at it on the secondary market, because of the various price increases through the last three years, by the time I finally got it from an AD, it was more expensive than I could have got it three years ago. Mm. So yeah, it doesn't always pay to wait. Mm. But then but then it depends how, how, how deep you're in, right? If you're if you're Matt and you're no, but I'm I, I mean this with due respect, and you're building a long term relationship with one dealer, and this is the 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 store you're buying all your watches from, and you know that you love it, and you're gonna just you want watches, right? Great. But if you just want one here and one there, it's a very different thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because those ads certainly at that time were like like the guy I spoke to. It's like I'm. He's dealing with people that drop a hundred grand or more a year. And I don't want to maybe not all on watch. And I don't want to knock, you know, we've we've talked about Booker. But obviously when you go shopping, you know, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, if there's watch shops, you tend to migrate towards them. You can't help yourself. Me and my partner, you know, my missus, we were in London one day, we're in Westfields, White City. And we thought, we'll just just we'll have a look round, we'll have a look round, head down to the village and go across there and just have a look what they've got. And Booker were there. Now, at that point, I'd already had a bit of a spend history of Booker because I bought the Booker Blue Black Bay Bronze from them. Um, didn't think anything of it. I think I had a, I think I had my Sea Dweller on the wrist at that point. My missus had a, a Rolex OP on the wrist. And we thought, we'll just go in there, have a look around. And we were literally, we walked in there and we were literally looked at like pieces of shit. And they just looked at us and I thought, I cannot. My missus couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. And we just left. And I thought, I'm never, ever going back there again. I'll never spend my money with them again. I'll never have a conversation with them again. Um, and I was appalled by how they spoke to me and, and how they just, there was a judgment. And I'm self-confessed. I look like a tramp half the time. I don't care. No one has the right to judge anybody on how much money they think they've got or how much money they would be willing to spend or they have no idea who I am and the size of my watch collection it doesn't matter if I've got no watches or fucking 100 watches yeah. they should treat everybody the same and I think that's the thing is they don't and they got into a real bad habit because of Covid and because of the market yeah. and that's how they viewed everyone it's that reversal of you getting to a point where you have to feel grateful to be served in a nice way yeah yeah. yeah, and it shouldn't be that way. And, you know, I'm sure many of us might feel that we hope they're paying for it now. Yeah, and I do think there'll have to be an attitude change. There's got to be a shift. And I do, and I think we've seen more and more people, you know, we're all very active on Instagram. We see more and more people getting the pieces they want. Which is great. Yeah, exactly, and that's the way it should be. Um, and as the flippers disappear and, and the market values drop on the grey... You know, people aren't going to want pieces that they can only make 500 quid on or can only get their money back or won't get any money on at all. They'll, they'll actually lose money. And actually then those pieces get offered to the pieces, the people that actually want them and want to wear them. Hope you enjoyed it, folks. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, feel free to give us a follow and drop us a DM at That Watch Podcast on Instagram. 
Don't forget, you can subscribe at Apple or Spotify Podcasts so you get the new episodes straight to your device as soon as they come out. Cheers!